This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I counted this morning, and I believe I have five pair of camo athleisure pants. Possibly more that I forgot about. I'm going to just say probably some of them can hit the donate pile. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ohio outside of L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how sometimes things just suck. Then in take two, we've got more travel hacks. These are from a hotel hopping pro, a former flight attendant. So get ready to take notes. Next, and from the mailroom, we answer the question, do writers ever buy story ideas? And finally, this week's Hollywood hack is fun and fashionable and can be a conversation starter. But first, before we dive in, Sarah, I have a question for our listeners. Okay. Want to get their answers to this. Do other people find conference calls more difficult now that we're all used to Zoom? So I feel like in our lives, we've had many, many conference calls, and they've always been fine, and we've never thought a thing about it, for the most part. (laughs) And suddenly, conference calls are what I can only describe as a shit show. Everyone's talking over each other. Everyone's confused. It's awkward. Have you noticed this? Well, I have to wonder if conference call technology has changed because I don't remember the incredible difficulty that currently exists back in the before times. It used to be you could have a conference call. There weren't delays. There weren't these weird silence things that seem to be happening now. I I feel like we're using something different than we used to use, and that is making it impossible. Okay, because I was thinking it's because we're used to now, because of Zoom, looking at each other when we have big conferences. So you take visual cues, and we've lost our ability to, like, to talk with non-visual cues, but maybe that may be true it also. is the technology that they made so that you could Zoom or be audio and it's not the same and it's not. I, all I know is I dread a conference call. Yes, I'm burnout on Zoom, but I would always rather be on Zoom because I just find these conference calls to be maddening. Yes, and now that none of us give a shit what we look like on Zoom, exactly. <laughs> it's like, who cares? That's so <laughs> true. That's so uh, true. I'm like, yes, I'm in the T-shirt I was wearing to wash my dog. What of it? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, curious to hear if others are also having this experience. So that's just uh, a little aside for everyone. 
And now it is time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's our work psyches and just our regular psyches. (laughs) And this is that some things just suck, and there is no way around it. Yes. And this came up because I moved last weekend. Yes. And I mean, moving is just brutal. There is nothing fun about it. There is nothing fun about the prep the move, or the post-move. It's just beyond exhausting. It's sort of a less shiny version of Season of Sacrifice to just acknowledge, like, sometimes things just suck. This doesn't feel like a Season of Sacrifice. This feels like just suckage. Right. And you decided (laughs) you're just going to embrace the suck and... It caused it to suck less somehow. Yeah, I think if you just acknowledge this is pure misery, right? then you don't have to pretend it's not. Right. Like the season of sacrifice, which I think is really applicable right now also to our work situation. You know, we're heading into, as we've discussed, crunch time, and it's going to be a season of sacrifice. And we know that this is different. This is just like slogging through... Not just mud, but stinky mud. It's just like it really sucks. So I'm just saying, it sucks. Embrace the suck. And there it is. Yeah. No, I was thinking this morning, I was like, we're about to enter into the most difficult three months of our entire career. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. A little daunting. You just have to laugh. Yes. It um, and it's going to suck. And yeah, we just can't try to pretend otherwise. Right. We can't be like, it's going to be thrilling and exhilarating and such a creative output. So productive. It's like, yes, it will be productive, but it will also suck. Yeah. And we have to just get through it. And Sarah, this reminds me of a phrase I've been using for years, which is if you can't get out of it, get into it. It's like if there's no way to get out of this move or if there's no way to get out of the schedule, just get into it. Might as well. All right. Coming up, we have hotel hacks from a former flight attendant. I mean, these are some really good hacks coming up. Yep. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Liz, it's time for take two in which we revisit a topic we've discussed before. And today it's travel hacks. Okay, so we have a listener, Britt, who is a former flight attendant, and she sent us the most wonderful travel hacks. We were like, we have to share these. 
She wrote, I lived in a hotel for two months when I was training as a flight attendant. Training was intense with little downtime. I have fibromyalgia, so I had to be extra creative with managing my time and energy in the hotel. After training, I was a working flight attendant, so I lived out of my suitcase. Now as an actor, I still do the same. Here are some of my favorite hacks. Okay, Britt, thank you for these in advance. Thank you. Yes. So first she talks about food, which she points out is the most important thing for your health. She says, I recommend a local meal prep service that delivers, for example, Atlanta meal prep. She says, try to get a fridge and a microwave in your room. You did that, Sarah, last year at the Hyatt, and that made a big difference for you. Huge. And then she says, worst case, you can get a little cooler and hotels have endless amounts of ice available in their ice machines. Certainly as a traveling flight attendant, I would take my own food in one of these and put fresh ice in it every morning and every night. And then she gave us a link to some really great coolers. One is a Travel Pro Flight Crew 5 Crew Cooler. So these are specifically for people who travel all the time. And then she also gave us a link to a reusable ice bag. I didn't know such a thing existed. And all of these things we're mentioning that she sent us links to will also be in our show notes at happierinhollywood.com. And then Liz, I love this one. She said, living in a hotel, you can get a smoothie blender and order frozen smoothie packs from a place like Whole Foods, then keep them in your cooler with hotel ice. I mean, such a great idea and something I would not have thought of. Not in a million years. She says, believe it or not, this was my favorite thing that I got for hotel living. My morning cappuccinos and lattes saved me and made me so happy. Yes, she got an espresso machine for her hotel room, and we'll put a link to the one she got. It's a four-cup maker. And Liz, this is like you. You got a, like a Keurig when we were at the hotel in Puerto Rico for four months. Yes. I was like, I have to have coffee every morning. And then I I handed it off to another writer when we left. (laughs) Yes. And again, she sent a link for that. This is such a good idea, Sarah. Yeah. She says, get an Instacart membership to get whatever you need delivered from Walmart, Target, etc. That way you don't have to waste time shopping and you can have all your healthy snacks, fruit, favorite toothpaste, body wash, etc. And use Uber Eats to get takeout delivered from healthy, yummy places. Yes. Now, one possible issue is some hotels don't allow Uber Eats to come to the hotel or any other delivery service. So you have to check with the hotel in advance. We were surprised recently to find that we couldn't do that. So double check. It's funny though, because when we were having our hotel life experience, going to Walmart or Target became like the fun adventure on the weekend. True. But if you're really exhausted, the last thing you want to do is drag yourself (laughs) to Target. Yes. We would only go on a Saturday or Sunday. Absolutely. This made me laugh. She says, don't use hotel toilet paper. Get your favorite toilet paper delivered from a grocery store with your Instacart membership. She says, I also have a tiny travel-sized poopery spray bottle in my travel kit. That's amazing. Oh, the other thing, though, that this reminded me of is that it's very easy to have things delivered to hotels through Amazon. Yes, which I you hadn't did. thought about you had that. Your hair products delivered. Yes, I hadn't thought about that before we spent all of this time in a hotel. But it's very simple to have order something through Amazon and have it delivered to the hotel. 
Okay, Liz, then she also has a drying rack, a clothes drying rack. Such a good idea. Would have saved our lives a couple of times during our long extended hotel days. She recommends the Serapy clothes drying rack. We'll put a link in our show notes, of course. Yes, because she says, I wanted to do as little washing as possible at training. I took like 14 uniform white shirts, <laughs> so I only had to do washing a couple times. I would wash my undies, socks, etc., in the hotel bathroom, and then she used the drying rack to dry them. Yes. She also says you can get a pack of hangers delivered from Target so you can hang all of your clothes. You and I have experienced the lack of hangers. Yes. And I have had to ask multiple times, can I get more hangers? Can I get more hangers? Can I get more hangers? Oh, and then another great idea from Brit is to have a kit packed and ready in Ziploc bags with things like medicines, any over-the-counter stuff you need like Advil, allergy stuff, Imodium, any kind of bathroom products in small sizes. Just have a Ziploc bag ready to go prior to your trip. Yes, Sarah, we've also discussed this. Have a travel list with everything you need. Each time you travel, you don't have to remember what to take. You just tick items off your list. That is super helpful because if you're going to a similar climate, you basically always need the same things. I will say, Sarah, I know you and I don't always agree on whether we like shooting in cold climates or hot climates, (laughs) but a hot climate is a lot easier to pack for because... T-shirts take up a lot less room than sweaters. That is true. That is, yes, I I will give you that. And then she also says always travel with some kind of wellness formula to prevent sickness. I'm a big fan of Zycam. As soon as I start to feel like, oh, I might have a little cold, I just start popping Zycam. And she also recommends Source Naturals Wellness Formula, which I've never heard of. So I got to look into that. And then Sarah, this one is great for me because you know I love a hotel robe. She says, keep a pair of free hotel slippers in your suitcase. They're lightweight and don't take up any space. You don't want to be walking around with bare feet on nasty hotel carpets. That's so true. And I love the idea of just keeping them in your suitcase all the time. Yes. Like, What I realized on these multiple trips is so many things don't need to be unpacked. They can literally just be stored in your suitcase. And then if it's medicines or your Ziploc baggies of supplies, you can just replenish them. But you can really leave a lot of stuff in your suitcase that you use every single trip. And then she also had hacks for sleeping at the hotel. She said... Eye mask, earplugs, and a white noise machine on your phone will keep you sleeping soundly no matter how noisy the hotel is. That's very good advice. As someone who recently changed rooms for a noise issue, yes, that would have been very helpful. And Sarah, (laughs) speaking of changing rooms, she had a... A note on that. Yes, she said, check your room. Check that the toilet flushes. Check for cleanliness. Check that the fridge works, that you have a microwave, that you don't have an adjoining door, (laughs) which was the issue with my room, before you unpack. That's the key. If you're going to change rooms, you want to change before you unpack. Oh, this is also a final fun hack, Sarah. She says, if living in a hotel, get a shower caddy delivered in your Instacart. This combined with your deluxe toilet paper will make your hotel bathrooms feel like a spa. Britt, thank you so much for these. We will be employing all of these techniques and getting all of these items for our next trip for sure. Yeah, it's really all about customizing the experience to work for you, like taking that little bit of time and money 
can make you so much healthier and happier while you're traveling, especially if you're there for an extended period of time for work. Okay, Sarah, it is time for a question from the mailroom. This comes from Holly. She says, Hey there, Liz and Sarah, longtime listener, first time emailer. I am not a writer. I'm an interior designer, but have a writing business slash career question. Is there a side hustle opportunity for those of us who come up with interesting story ideas, but who are not looking to be writers? I sometimes come up with what I think might be good ideas for stories, possibly TV shows or movies, or I guess even books, but I'm not sure what to do with them. Seems a shame to let them just kind of jingle about in my brain if they could potentially be fodder for those who do write. So I guess what I'm asking is, do writers ever buy story ideas? And the answer in short is no, not really. Um, yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's an interesting question and we get asked that question fairly often, but we really don't buy story ideas from other people, which is different, by the way, than buying IP. I was Writers say, and companies will buy IP. IP, which stands for intellectual property. And that's buying a book, buying an article, a play, and a, maybe a TV show that was a hit in the 70s. <laughs> and that's different because that's the material, you know, usually comes from a professional writer of some sort or someone's life rights. If someone lived an extraordinary life, you might by their life rights. But ideas are really not the thing there's a shortage of when it comes to writing in Hollywood. In fact, people don't realize how often they have the same idea as somebody else. I'll give an example of that. Within, I'd say, a like one month period, we had two people ask us to read their pilot, and both pilots were about Texas seceding from the U.S., So, which I actually think is a fun idea for a show, but I bet the people writing it didn't think like someone else was writing the exact same (laughs) script in a small enough circle that both of these scripts came to us. Right. Yeah. Ideas are really kind of a dime a dozen. It's, It's just what you do with them that matters. And most writers have our own ideas that we want to expand and explore and turn into whatever, a TV show, a book, or anything else. And we're trying to sell those, so we don't want to buy yours. (laughs) Exactly. And we don't know anybody else who does either. Although we get, I I get the impulse. I totally understand um, where it comes from. And I'm sure you do have good ideas. I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of good ideas. And all the time you're probably like, you see something and you're like, wait, I had that idea. (laughs) But the point is, it's about the execution and everything that goes with it, which in Hollywood is a lot has to come together to see an idea realized. Yeah. So Holly, thank you for the question. It's a great question. I think a lot of people have it. I would just say, start writing. I mean, if you have these great ideas, definitely turn them into something. We can buy your IP. (laughs) There you go. Coming up, this week's Hollywood hack is fun and fashionable. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack. Create 
a wristscape. I love how this sounds. I know. Do tell. Okay, so this hack comes from our very good friend, Amanda, who's also a friend of the pod and coincidentally is married to Chuck, our producer. And Amanda, the other night I was with her and she had all these bracelets on her wrists. And she said, this is my wristscape. Mm. And I mean, you know, immediately I'm like, wristscape. Uh, this is a, a magical word. No, you sent me a text. You were yeah. like, I will explain later. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and a wristscape, you know, layering necklaces we've discussed is so popular right now. In fact, yes. we had a hack about the necklet, which I have now, which helps you layer necklaces without getting them constantly tangled. And so in the same world, it's very chic right now to wear a whole bunch of bracelets. And what I love about it is I realized when talking to Amanda, because she was showing me all of her different bracelets, is that they can all mean different things. And you know, I love my little personal symbols, my lightning bolts, you have the daisies, all of our symbols and my butterfly and mm -hmm. you can get bracelets that have these things on them, and it sort of tells a story and also is a great way to kind of look down and remind yourself of your power or just remind yourself of the qualities or values you want to keep uppermost in your mind. And what I like is that you can really range on how much you spend. So yeah. you can get a really pretty little bracelet for $35, or you can spend $100 or $200, or as we all know, on and on and on. And you can mix <laughs> and match those. You can put a $10 bracelet with a $100 bracelet, and I don't think anyone necessarily registers the difference. Right, absolutely. Well, and I love this because necklaces, you often can't see your own necklaces. True. Bracelets, of course, you can see them. So they are such a good reminder of what you're talking about. It's right there in front of you. I remember one time when we were roommates in Santa Monica, Liz, we like compared our rings that we were wearing. At the time, we both wore like a bazillion mm -hmm. rings. And it was like, this ring means this, and that ring means that, and this ring, you know. Yeah. And this is that with bracelets and you can just look down, they're there, you can touch them. If you need a reminder of something you wanna set as an intention or be mindful of, it's such a great idea. And then I also like it because I feel like we're always trying to come up with little ways to have a voice, you know, in your appearance to stand out. Like say, have a signature belt, have a signature scent, have, you know. And the bracelets are a great way of doing that. And they can even be visible on Zoom if you're sitting right. Oh, yeah. Or, yes. of course, in person. Liz, this reminds me, this reminds me of the fuck you jewelry. We <laughs> yes. <laughs> if necessary, you could get a fuck you bracelet and then cross your hands exactly. under your chin. <laughs> you know what it also makes me think of is we have a good writer friend who has tattooed on her wrist yes. for the next hour your ass is mine um, <laughs> to remind her of sort of the focus she needs to write television and she could have just gotten a wrist scape Sarah she she didn't actually need the tattoo it's part of her wrist scape the, that, the tattoo oh, you're is right. part of her wrist you're scape absolutely yes. is yes permanent permanent part of her wrist scape so, Amanda, thank you for this hack. I'm very excited now about creating my wristscape that's now on my list of things to do in 2022. 
And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Special thanks to Britt for sharing all of her travel hacks. And listeners, if you have travel hacks, we've gotten some already, but please share them. This is like our new focus in life. Yes, there will be more travel hack segments. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, king of remote recording. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole 30s Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fade. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Chuck, hopefully the next time we record, I will have some kind of actual desk set up and not be doing it on boxes <laughs> with a towel over it. <laughs> That's a goal. It's a goal for next week. From the Onward Project. <laughs>